In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents. If you feel depressed and if you feel anxious and you feel confused, you know what? Welcome to the club. Gaspacho police. Oh my God. What a stupid son of a bitch. He believes that it's a woman's right, it's a woman's body, and it's her choice. The Betches Sup Podcast. Sayonara, sucker. Hello, everyone. I'm Amanda Duberman, and welcome to the Betches Sup Podcast. We have something a little different for you today. We were invited to discuss the Inflation Reduction Act with cabinet secretaries and governors at the White House yesterday. There was a huge celebration for this bill, and we got to chat with some of the folks who were responsible. Look, we don't normally just blow smoke up politicians' asses just for doing their jobs. But I was personally so struck by our conversations yesterday. These aren't people who just showed up to work and wrote down a climate and prescription drug wish list for Joe. They are professionals who have worked their entire careers to achieve something exactly like this. Governor Michelle Luan Grisham, who recalled conversations she had with New Mexicans about hearing aids decades ago. Gina McCarthy, President Biden's climate advisor with the most pleasant Northeast accent I've ever heard, who has worked on pairing environmental justice with climate crisis preparedness for 40 years. We'll be back to laughing and talking shit with each other tomorrow, I promise. But for now, I do hope you'll take a few minutes to listen to some of our discussions about the legislation that we will be reading about in our history books. This is huge. One note with Secretary Buttigieg, my mic did disconnect, so the audio is a little funny there, but he's a bestie, so we had to keep it. We had to play a bit of it. We will start with Shalanda Young, and she is the director of the Office of Management and Budget. So tell me, what role did you play in the years and years of putting this legislation together? So before I had this job, I did the the part of the budget on the congressional side. I will tell you, uh, to get almost $370 billion in clean energy investments, unprecedented. Um, I've done this for a long time in this town. And to see a bill like this come together, um, I've not seen it in my two-decade history of doing federal budget in this town. Incredible. I just literally my main question is, what is your energy drink of choice or caffeinated beverage of choice? Caffeine, but only enough not to affect my child who is still 10 months old. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. We don't need we don't need them on a tear. Yeah. No, we don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this this bill includes seventy five hundred dollar credits for electric vehicles as well as so many electric charging charging stations. Cars, which yes. which had not been done before, and I think it's going to really open up a market for people um, who go and get secondary used cars, uh, and they can now get this credit. It's going to be huge and change the way. Uh, we approach driving in this country. It seems like there are quite a few things in the bill that are sort of the, are designed to make them more accessible to more people. A lot of these things like electric vehicles, certain types of sustainable energy have seen, had people have the impression they're only available to the rich. But what in this bill kind of helps why, people out? Why do we think middle class and working class families don't want lower energy costs? Uh, they want heat pumps. They want a weatherized house that doesn't leak out. Um, all the air they're bringing in. I'm from South Louisiana. I can promise you uh, that working class families, mine included, 
uh, want the same things that are accessible to people who have means in this country. And this bill is going to start uh, ensuring that Joe Biden's value of bottom up and middle out is felt across this country. You're on a road trip in your electric vehicle waiting at a charging station. What is what is your road trip music if you're in charge, if you've got the ox? I'm not a road trip girl. <laughs> I'm not either. I'm not either. Ten month old to the mix. I'm really not a road trip girl. But anything Beyonce, especially you won't break my soul in this town. Uh, sign me up. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> Today's episode of American Fever Dream is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. It's Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription rental service, and for just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles. They also have inclusive sizing, up to 5X, as well as petite and maternity. You get fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning and newly state-of-the-art laundering facility. No laundry for you to worry about. This is the best. You just put it back in your box, send it out, and before you know it, you've got your next one. And you always have the option to buy what you love for sometimes up to 75% off. I bought the Rachel Antonoff pasta puffer from them. I was obsessed with it, like everybody who tries it is, and it was completely sold out everywhere else. So I felt like I really, really had an in there. So thank you, Newly. Newly is an amazing value at $98 a month for any six styles. And right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code FeverDream20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter the code FeverDream20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, newly with two U's with code FeverDream20. Newly subscription clothing rental, change your clothes. Are in your title here at the White House? Yes, my name is Jennifer Granholm. I am the U.S. Secretary of Energy. When you were tapped for this p position, did you ever even dream of a success like this, like we're experiencing today with, with these provisions? Dreamt of it, of course, yeah. but was never sure given uh, Congress and how many, you know, naysayers there were, whether we'd actually arrive ourselves at this place. And, you know, the president totally committed to keeping at it. You know, if you recall, there were times, you know, where... Certain senators pulled back, said, no, this is not going to happen. And the president kept at it and kept at it. And here we are with the uh, you know, authority to move forward, the funding to move forward. And all we have to do now is implement, deploy, deploy, yes. deploy clean energy. So what are you and your office going to be focusing on most? What's like top of your to-do list for, for messaging about this and making sure people know what's available to them? Well, first of all, the Inflation Reduction Act gives a whole lot of incentives to real people. And so reducing the costs for people at home. So, for example, if you are thinking about switching out your HVAC system, get a heat pump. There will be rebates for that to make it much cheaper. And it's so much more efficient on your monthly bill. If you are uh, of a of lower or working class, you want to be able to make sure that your house is not leaking out uh, energy. You can get your house totally weatherized. And that means new uh, energy efficient appliances. It means insulation. It means windows. You might even be able to get solar panels on your roof. I'm just telling you, there's all kinds of incentives for people. 30% tax credit for solar, you know, solar panels on roofs. There's just so much in there to love. 
Yeah, and I would say one other thing. For people who are in the market for a car and would like to get an electric vehicle, depends on where they're at, but if they want to swap out for like a used electric vehicle, there's a $4,000 tax credit on used electric vehicles for the first time, in addition to the $7,500 tax credit on uh, electric other electric vehicles made in America. Tons uh, in there for real people. Right. And I've been hurting to see because as I've talked to friends of mine who do have questions about the electric vehicles, tons of messaging from your department and from the White House. Okay, y'all, here's exactly what you can get, what might work for you, and messaging about exactly how this bill can benefit them. Yeah, and the great thing is these tax credits are off the top, meaning they're at the dealership. Yeah, so you don't have to file a tax return and wait for a rebate. You can get it right at the dealer, which is really important for people. I mean, that's huge. The difference between having $7,500 on hand and being able to. So we're asking some of your colleagues, you know, Imagine you're on a road trip in an electric vehicle. You're at a charging station, waiting a bit. You've got, you've got, you're in charge of the music. What is your road trip music? Oh, no question for me. It's Motown. Oh, nice. <laughs> I was the governor of Michigan. Yeah. I am all about Aretha. Let's go Motown. <laughs> I was also really curious, you know, how your experience of governor you think really came into playing in this specific, in the past year, especially. Yeah, no, it's huge because when I was governor of Michigan, this is when the auto industry went into bankruptcy. If you recall, the Obama-Biden administration reached out to try to save the auto industry, gave them um, loans, but allowed them to retool to make the electric vehicles, which is what was the precursor. I mean, it was the precursor. We were, uh, you know, it was uh, 10 years ago, so it was early and the ex batteries for electric vehicles were very expensive. And so we had to invest, invest invest to get that uh, the price down and we still have to invest more. But Joe Biden asked me to do this job because I was governor of Michigan at a time when we saw all these jobs go overseas and we didn't we were losing our manufacturing base. And that's why this Inflation Reduction Act is also really good, because it means that we'll be manufacturing in America all these incentives. For example, if you are a, a company that is looking to get a tax credit for solar manufacturing, you're not going to get it unless the stuff is made in America. You're not going to get the full credit. It's there's all the bonuses that come in for make it make it in America and pay prevailing wages. So that's that's like there are just totally so many. Right. And like long term benefits of reorienting, making, making sure. I mean, we love our Michigan women. We love our Michigan governors. Michigan's so important this cycle. So exciting. Finally, we've also asked some of your colleagues. Um, it's Halloween time. We're thinking about our costume. Imagine your colleagues are doing a group Halloween costume themed after the Inflation Reduction Act. What is your costume, Secretary Granholm? Oh, man. You've got options. I, I, I think I want to be um, Joe Biden. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Question for Secretary are you tired of celebrating historic legislation yet? Never. <laughs> Never <laughs> tires? It puts so much wind in our sails. Yeah, we're, we're, we've got so much good stuff going on legislatively. And, and I think it, it, it really speaks, you know, people mock the idea that the president had that you can get stuff done, especially in today's Washington. And yet on uh, major bill after major bill, we're, we're getting those results. It's exciting. It's, it's what we came here to Washington to work on. Yeah, absolutely. So this legislation includes a $7,500 tax credit for certain electric vehicles as well as funding for charging stations. So this, for me, immediately brings a road trip to mind. 
tell me what's your favorite song to sing in the car? What are the Chastin Buttigieg's going to be singing on their road trips? Ooh, uh, so Chastin's uh, taste is a little different than mine. A lot of show tunes when he's in control of yeah. the, uh, the radio. Uh, the latest Beyonce getting a lot of play, uh, which don't get me wrong, I really uh, appreciate it too. Uh, my taste for road trips, though, run more into the classic uh, kind of guy. I don't, I don't think you can. Uh, uh, you can do better on it when you're on a long open road than uh, CCR. To kind of oh, yeah. Yeah, perfect. Okay. My final question is, you know, we've talked to so many people who have worked on issues like this throughout their career and uh, have been waiting for years and decades. I'm wondering if there's something in this film that is just particularly sweet for you that you have kind of, is really kind of validating to see I mean, so many things, right? The, the fight against big pharmaceutical companies to just let Medicare negotiate the drug prices, something the vast majority of Americans, Democrats, Republicans, and Independents, have believed in for a long time. You couldn't get any Republican votes for it in Congress, but you don't have to be a Democrat to believe this is a good idea. We've been trying to do it most of my lifetime, and it's finally happening. The, the, the climate stuff, I mean, this is the biggest climate bill passed by anything ever. And you know, we, we know how, how important that is. Obviously, I'm excited about my. Uh, you know, the things that touch transportation most directly, whether it's the EV credits uh, or funds to help with, uh, with neighborhood uh, construction streets and, and, and connecting people better that way. Um, hard to pick just one. It's all so very, very exciting. Thank you so much, Secretary. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture, and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. For our podcast listeners, will you let us know who you are and what you're doing here uh, at the White House celebrating today? Absolutely. 32nd governor of the greatest state, New Mexico, Michelle Lujan Grisham. And I'm here celebrating, right, the passage of the Inflation Reduction Act. What are some things in the Inflation Reduction Act that your constituents have told you they're most excited about, they're most looking forward to, things that they've been talking to you about for years that are finally going to get addressed here? Well, a couple of things, right? Uh, the There's lots of different advocacy groups that we're now, I think, pretty aligned on. We can't just do some things. We have to do everything about climate change. Uh, and in a state like New Mexico that doesn't have just record droughts and extreme drying, it's the aridification. We will, in fact, run out of water. So we need record investments with real strategies that align the states that don't create competition for scarce resources, right? This is a piece of legislation that recognizes the whole of America needs to deal with climate change together with significant investments in water, water management, conservation, innovation. That crosses every age group uh, and clearly every economic interest. The second thing, and I know everyone's talking about that, look, that this Medicare issue, I, uh, my career started right after law school. I was a lawyer and an advocate for retirees and senior citizens. And that's before there were any prescription drug coverage. So right, no hearing aids, which is in this bill. I can get it over the counter. They're not $5,000. We can have, uh, we can negotiate fair prices. So I was trying to figure out how to get them any coverage for prescription drugs for people who could barely make it, right? That whole example, food or my drug treatments utilities, housing. I mean, it's untenable. And it's 1987. 
So decades later, I'm here celebrating. We did do a part D, but it's really built out of exceptions. You still figure it out. Good luck to you. Yeah. Uh, and your copays are going to be outrageous. Your access is going to be problematic and we'll change it every five minutes. It really works against you. The only way it works for consumers is if we can fairly negotiate and we're asking healthcare in America, starting with Medicare, to be transparent about the costs and prescription drug companies, pharmaceutical companies, to be transparent about cost and profit. That changes the whole healthcare industry, not just prescription drug access. So I will tell you, disabled adults, seniors, and caregivers who shoulder the burden and younger people, particularly women and women of color who are standing up more than $500 billion worth of care to their families. This is a game changer for them because it creates a benefit they didn't have access to. And last for a state like mine, we want clean energy innovation in the job market. We have, we're home to the largest wind farm in America. We want more. I want rooftop solar, I want solar in every community. How about solar in every sovereign nation? These are the kinds of innovations that will create storage and will create the kind of grid modernization that will provide efficient, affordable, and clean energy to people who in 2022 don't always even have electricity. For New Mexico, this is a big damn deal. That's so powerful. I feel like just from now, I can already tell you were definitely calling them up. Joe, we on it? We got, we on the notification? We on it? I was asking some of your colleagues, you know, some things that you've been working on for decades that you've seen, and it sounds like the hearing aids and things related to, to that are huge. Um, and as you mentioned, I mean, I don't think a lot of, enough people really talk about this, but women, especially the sandwich generation, are taking on the burden of paying for medications for their parents, paying for medication for their grandparents. And that's going to put on such an ease of, there are people in that age bracket that they are not responsible for their care. So it's putting, it's easing the burden for so many more people, not just people in that demographic. It totally is. And, uh, and I think that uh, a lot of us, and maybe even today, I got so excited about retirees and seniors. This has broad-based impacts. You know, the biggest issue in our healthcare system really is being able to negotiate and navigate price structures. And this is more than a small dent in Medicare, right? This is a change that will create opportunities for us to get healthcare as a fundamental right in this country in ways we have yet to be able to get our arms around. This is a giant leap. Like for healthcare, this is standing on the moon. Mm -hmm. And I am incredibly excited to be here about that. Congratulations. I also have been asking people, so New Mexico, Southwest, incredible place to drive around. Imagine you're on a road trip in one of your EVs that you got a $7,500 credit for. What are you playing? What are your road trip jams? Oh, here we go. You know, I love Los Lobos. So I want a little sort of, they're not quite New Mexican, but sort of, it's not quite Ranchetta, but it gets you popping on a long, beautiful vista. Where am I stopping for lunch if I, I mean, it's probably gonna take me longer than a day to go through New Mexico. I interrupted you. If you're in New Mexico, there is no wrong door for lunch. You're gonna get, we are actually one of the world's top destination for uh, cuisine. No, we are, I am not making that up, look it up. I think the best place for lunch would be a crate. Yeah, look, so it depends on where you are. Yeah. Are you kidding me? I'm not gonna tell you where the best place is. <laughs> you come and drive around, but what you want is don't pick between red or green chili, call it Christmas, get both. just saying your name and your role here at the White House for our listeners? Yes, I'm Gina McCarthy and I'm the President's National Climate Advisor. 
I mean, I feel like you are the girl of the moment. This is a huge climate bill. It seems to be the marquee headline about this bill. I mean, how are you How are you enjoying your, your day, your day in the sun? <laughs> it's great, but frankly, it's the American people's day in the sun. This bill is all about making government work for the people again. You know, it was something that President Biden stressed on his campaign trail. You know, he made promises, and when he got here, he was damned if he wasn't going to get them done. You know, he knew we had work to do, and part of that work was to tackle the climate crisis. And what this bill actually is, is more than $360 billion that's going to go to addressing what is essentially the existential challenge of our time. Will it solve everything? No. Will it make a chunk, the biggest chunk of reductions in greenhouse gas emissions ever, a gigaton? For those mathematically challenged, that's a billion metric tons. Yeah. I'm one of the mathematically <laughs> challenged. And and really, it's it's 10 times bigger than any real bill that's ever been thought of, never mind passed. So we're talking about uh, an opportunity here. You know, that's the key with President Biden, is he understands that it's a planetary and a, and a human threat. But what he really calls on is all of us to turn that into an opportunity, to make it work for people, not just the planet. Planet. So he's developed a strategy that we all delivered on and we're going to implement, which is actually taking a, a chunk out of people's energy costs so families can save money. We're talking about mi millions of new good paying jobs. We're talking about real opportunities here to address the challenges of communities that have been disinvested in for decades, if not centuries, and really make a mark in terms of making it fair for them with investments that are going to be meaningful, that they can dictate, and we can make sure we're doing our jobs to let them help with their own future. So it's an, it's an exciting moment, and I couldn't be happier, frankly, about the results of this bill. But as the president said, we're just getting started. You know, he knows that there's a lot more work to be done. There's executive authorities that he can initiate, and he's thinking about them all the time. So this I'm is sure a moment to celebrate, but it's also a moment to recommit. I'm sure you, like many of your colleagues that we've talked to, have spent decades on on some of these issues. Are there are there some things you've seen come through that you really didn't think you were going to see in your career? I, you know, I honestly think, uh, from my perspective, I've been working on environmental issues for 40 years, climate for the past 20 plus, and. But, but what I've really realized is that, you know, there are communities that are blessed with riches and there are communities left behind. And I think the biggest uh, accomplishment of this is going to be to recognize who's been left out. Is to be, this is all about rebuilding the middle class again. And, uh, and making sure that we all can feel good about ourselves and our kids' future. So it's the environmental justice components that really appeal to me. It's about fundamental fairness. It's about pollution that is impacting people, people who don't have clean drinking water or, or, or sewage systems that work. In the United States of America, the richest country in the world, what are we thinking here? And so that has to change and there are fundamental investments here that will take care of that legacy pollution, that will allow our kids to have good schools to go to with clean drinking water and clean buses getting them there. Public transportation that works for people.
you know, and, and electric vehicles, yes, they are expensive, but they won't be as expensive. And over time, we know because the car companies are telling us and we know it, that they are the future. I want them to have access to that future now. That's what tax credits and rebates now will do for people. So it's those, it's those provisions in the way in which we're implementing this law so that communities get a say in their own investments in their own communities. That's the biggest change. It's so it's so incredible to hear you talk about and how much it sort of is oriented on helping the middle class overall while also protecting the planet. You mentioned the electric vehicles and we've been asking some of your colleagues as well. Let's say you're on a road trip, you're waiting at a changing station, you're in charge of the music. What are you playing on your road trip in your electric vehicle? I'm playing on the road again. Yes. Uh, good old Willie Nelson. <laughs> Thank you so, so much for your time. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Until the end of Democracy, I'm Amanda Duberman, and this is the Betcha Sub Podcast. The Betcha Sub Podcast is produced by Amanda Duberman, Jorge Morales Pico, and Sean Kilby. Editing by Jorge Morales Pico. Social media by Amanda Duberman. Be sure to follow at Betches underscore SUP on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, and send us your emails to suppod at betches.com. Batches.